Nick does though. Nick, yeah, Nick goes, yeah, Nick, yawn. My brother Nick. Every time you say the word yawn, he yawns. Like, yeah. honestly, if he hears the word yawn, now I really want to yawn. Say it. Yawn, yeah. Nick. Yeah. Yawn. He just did it. He listened. And he listens. Doesn't that make you kind of feel godlike a little bit? Yawn. Man, I'm getting tired, Nick. I feel a yawn coming on. Yawn, yeah. Nick. He just did it. Yawn. Yawn, yeah. Nick. Nick, yawn. My brother Nick. Every time you say the word yawn, he yawns. He just did it. Yawn, yeah. Nick. Yeah. He just did it. Oh, you got a yawn right now, dude. Yawn. He just did it. He listens. Doesn't that make podcast. you kind of feel godlike a little bit? Yawn. Yawn. Oh, you got a yawn right now, dude. Oh, you got a yawn right now, dude. It is actually. What? Hello, Brett. Hello. Hey, Brett. Hey, man. How's it going? Good. Can you hear me? Yeah, absolutely. This is Pat. Great. Hey, Pat. Hi, Brett. This is Chris. Hey, Chris. Thanks Are, for having me. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Yeah, this was actually a 100% surprise for Chris. I was. Uh, I had no idea. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I wanted to, because uh, like I said, I, I mentioned a little bit in the uh, the messages that we were uh, going back and forth on about how like uh, you're, kind of a, you're kind of a legend on the show. Yeah. <laughs> So really cool. it's really, yeah, dude, we, we really enjoy, we would uh, read a lot of your Mysterious Universe uh, articles. Yeah. So what happened yeah. is early on we would read, um, Pat would bring to the table some Mysterious Universe articles and everyone we read and enjoyed, we were like suspicious that it was you after realizing like two or three in a row were written by you. And then we, we'd go back and we'd be like, oh, it was him. This sound, yeah, we're <laughs> like, totally this, wrote this him. sounds like a tingly. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. So um so so how like how long you been in um it like do you how long you been writing for Mysterious Universe? About two and a half years now. Yeah. Is um, it is I, it based out of North Carolina? Are you out of uh, North Carolina? I saw on your Facebook page. Yeah, I live in North Carolina. Uh, Mysterious Universe is actually based out of Sydney, Australia. That's right. Oh I wow! Yeah, I li- when I listened to the uh, podcast, I didn't know. Actually, it's funny because we we just knew the um the articles and everything like that, and yeah. when I was looking that up. Um, one of the listeners actually from going to the website and, and researching and stuff like that, um, found the podcast and suggested the podcast to us. And I yeah. listened to a couple of episodes. Now that makes sense why they were all Australian sounding. Yeah. 
that makes a lot of sense now. So, um, how'd you get? Like, do you just submit to them or? No, I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm an employee. I guess you could say I'm a news writer. Hell yeah! Oh, that's awesome. Them. I uh, early when I quit teaching and jumped into writing full time, I was desperate for jobs, and I found they they had listed that job on yeah. a uh, a writer's job board, and I wrote the editor Paul Seaburn, uh, another one of our writers. We we've read a couple of his. We're a fan yeah. of Seaburn. Yeah. And just told him, I was like, look, I'm perfect for this job. I don't have anything published like this yet. And I uh, quickly just threw together like three sample articles that I had found on the, you know, on the news that day. Uh-huh. And uh, he dug it and he hired me. And, oh, that's know, awesome. Do you remember almost three years? Do you remember your first your first like big uh, story with him? Yeah, it was uh, it was called People Are Smoking Scorpion Corpses and Getting Really, Really High. <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> that one. Yeah, I do yeah. remember that one. I don't think we did that one for the show, but I remember that headline. Yeah. yeah. That, that was one of those. Like like I said, with our thing, with our with our show, we try to go into every story not not knowing as little as we can. Right. And kind of reading it and then and then unwrapping it as we go and kind of giving our perspective and then just or personal uh, anything like that. I know that there was a lot of skinwalker. Yeah. Uh articles on there lots of alien activity a lot of ghosts yeah. and paranormal stuff and and that's stuff that i tend to i think pull more towards yeah i definitely enjoy that stuff for sure but i definitely think that's more in your wheelhouse of like that's what you're passionate about i think yeah i enjoy it but i wouldn't necessarily i'm passionate about it but definitely not as much as you yeah um so is that something that you've always been passionate in like the paranormal and the creepy and the weird and stuff like that somewhat you know getting this oh, job man. was kind of like a uh Return to my roots somewhat. Yeah. When I was a kid, I'm an 80s kid, and uh, Ghostbusters was my jam when I was a little kid. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, you know, from an early age, then I was interested in ghosts. I mean, on one hand, it was, you know, they were cool movies and a funny cartoon, but at the same time, it introduced, like, a whole generation to the idea that there is, like, a spirit world that can interact with our world. Right. Um, and then... The X-Files was huge when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, so, that was a huge one. Alien Nation, too, I remember a lot growing yeah. up. You remember that show? Oh, sure. <laughs> you sound like such an old man. You remember that one? You remember that one? Yeah. It was such a weird thing. Because like, <laughs> we talk about it all the time with like X-Men, like uh, watching the X-Men cartoon and stuff like that when I was growing up. Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. it was one thing. It was the thing that the reason that spoke to me more than that and like Spider-Man was like the real life aspects of it. Yeah. Like the, the <clears> same <throat> thing with like the, the like FBI, like with, uh, with like... Um, with the X Files, it was it's like them investigating paranormal stuff, and and the fact that they used real terms terms that at least that you would hear in a real paranormal investigation or an alien investigation or whatever, yeah. that just made it so much cooler to like be involved in it. But I remember Alien Nation was it was cop uh, uh, an alien family almost like a almost like an immigrant family. Yeah. yeah, and the dad was a cop, and the mom right. was like it was it was I, I I can't remember a lot of the aspects, but that was. Uh, essentially, they're just humanoids with huge heads. Yeah, yeah, you know fre- I mean? and freckles all over. Them. And freckles, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was <laughs> like that. it was really cool. Yeah, that I, I like that. Like that was kind of the same thing with me growing up. That and and, and Dan Aykroyd in general. Like I remember, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was a book that he published that I got on when I was uh, in elementary school or something like that. That because I that's when I realized he was really into it. Right, like he wasn't just that kind of thing, but he was talking about he was uh it was talking about a lot of uh, paranormal uh, experiences and everything like that. So have you had any actual personal experiences? You know, I haven't and um I don't consider myself a paranormal researcher. I I I'm just a writer who right. walked into a really cool job 
Um, but the paranormal, it is something I've always um, wanted to experience. You know, I, again, going back to the X-Files, I always hearken back to the great quote from the poster on Mulder's wall that I, I want to believe. Right, exactly, yeah. Um, but I try to remain skeptical and approach it from a humorous yeah, angle. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. I and, do think there is a lot going on on Earth that we can't explain. Right. But it's probably just because we can't explain it yet. We don't have the right instruments and stuff. Right, and that's what that's kind of how I feel. Like, that that, that same thing of, like, I have a, a weird theory. Like, I, I thought, you know, we have... Because we, we've both had, like, you know, somewhat, you know, experience, like, paranormal experiences <clears throat> or weird experiences. Well, I was thinking, I was like, man, I wish I had that old tape recorder that yeah. I played the recording from... Oh yeah, on the yeah. Show before, yeah. He's. I yeah. wish I had that with me. We've right gotten. Now. We're we're more like the mo- more of the ghost stuff, but I like the fact that the paranormal, like that category, like you were saying, even as a writer, doesn't really have any bounds. Yeah. You can you can talk about just creepy stuff, uh, people's personal experiences, but I that 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 tinge of humor, media, th- like everything. Yeah, and not taking yeah. it too seriously definitely comes through in your writing, and it's really that's something I think that's probably what we are drawn to because we're more of a comedy and philosophy podcast, yeah. but. Yeah. So it's really cool. So, so what else? What else have you uh, written for? Have you written any books or anything? Or uh, I've got a couple in the works. Nice. Who knows if they'll ever get finished or published? Well, if you're um, if, if you're ever in the if you're ever wanting to promote them, you know you're always welcome here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or if you want people to look over them. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. We. Can I wouldn't mind reading them. Hell yeah. Um. And I'm uh, finishing up a script for a uh, fiction podcast, an audio fiction story. Oh, that's awesome. Very um, cool. They're big yeah. right now too. Like it's a good time yeah. to start one, right? And I do a lot of ghost writing, and uh, there's a number of different sites about nice. a lot of boring topics that I contribute to daily. Oh, what's cool. What's your favorite boring topic? Like what's What's um, something that I you write would... for a website that covers sleep news and sleep products. Oh, hey, nice. That's cool. Yeah. So like so like sleep apnea stuff or like yeah, sleep apnea is a lot of what we cover and um, like sleep. You know, the me- monitoring apps or anything <laughs> right like that? okay yep yeah and uh, mattresses we do um the site makes their money from paid mattress reviews okay and oh. then i'm and then i just run kind of the news site to keep organic content flowing oh cool so you yeah. so you work mainly pri- like <clears throat> primarily from home yes that's cool entirely from home hell yeah and then i i'm also a musician i play throughout western north carolina that's awesome what do you uh, play I play the bass, upright bass. I pl- oh, upright bass. Oh, shit. Yeah. I was going to say, I play bass too, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> he had to, yeah, he plays he had to go upright. He plays classy bass. <laughs> yeah, he plays uh, yeah. double bass, is yeah. what it's called. The more, it's an elegant weapon from a more civilized age. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, so, what, what kind of music? Uh, well, I have a bluegrass. Kind of like That's a bluegrass band. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it is West North Carolina, but we try and not so use the, the B word. When uh, oh, oh, oh! Sorry, uh, well, aqua, aquamarine uh, glass. Yeah. <laughs> Grass. There's a huge traditional music community up here, and uh, if you call yourself bluegrass, a lot of the old timers will turn their nose up at you if uh, you're oh. not playing strictly traditional music. But gotcha. We have songs about monsters coming down and destroying Tokyo, <sighs> and uh, man, oh man, demons under your bed. That sounds very good. Yeah, because I love. Bluegrass style music, and then having yeah. that aspect would be very fun. Are you guys on like spot? Would you mind if we played like a little bit of the music on, uh, like, if I put some in here? Or mm-hmm. 
filled the air with the sound of a stampeding elephant herd. As the elephants bowed one knee to the ground, the ringmaster gave us his word. He said, ladies and gents, if I could direct your attention up towards the sky, with strong dialect from a Russian descent, set a man from a pedestal high. I'm the greatest in all of the land, but secretly I wish to see the man on the tightrope fall. There the confidence fill up his head, and I won't get my fill until he takes a spill. No, I still won't be thrilled at all. No, I won't get my fill until he takes a spill. No, I still won't be thrilled at all. It just got on today, I think. Oh, oh shit. shit. Man, oh, man. Yeah. This is fucking great. Yeah. This is, sorry, pardon my language. If you, I don't know if you're a nice southern boy, but. <laughs> no, I, I curse like a sailor. Oh, Proper southern God. gentleman. So you're well, going to fit feel, in right here. Feel free to curse here. Yeah. Uh, Give us a couple right now. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Anything you see. want. Um, let's see. What do I like to say? Son of a dick. Ooh, son of a dick's good. I like that one. Son of a dick. Yeah, I'll send you the link through Facebook to Spotify. Cool. Not to the son of a dick. Is that no, the band? Not the <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're technically all sons of dicks, right? Yeah, yeah. T- literally, See, actually, yeah. Yeah. I think that would just be ejaculate. I don't think sons it would of be ejaculate. A, that's yeah. a way worse version. But I'm of saying like sons a, of a son of a son. <laughs> sons of ejaculate. And that's actually the porn parody. That's the triple X porn parody where uh, <laughs> uh, Ron Perlman fucks Ron Jax. Perlman necklace. Yeah, huh? yeah, that's his name. Yeah, actually. Ron Perl necklace. Yeah, yeah, and Ron then Jacks. His name is Jacks off. <laughs> Jacks off. Yeah, the, yeah. See, we're writing this thing. I, okay, it's, so it's already written itself. See now, see now you're in TV. Yeah, you now you're writing in TV. <laughs> we're all over the place here. Yeah. Um, sell it to browsers. So you guys have been uh, TM, TM, TM. So you guys have <laughs> you guys have been playing. How long have you been in the band? About three years. Oh wow, awesome, very cool. Yeah. Is it um? So you guys mainly play in North Carolina and everything like that. But have you gone? Uh, is there like aspiration? I guess that's the thing. Is like, what's the what's the aspiration of like uh, a novelist, uh, explorer, kind of jack of all trades, a uh, family man? Like what? Uh, what, all, what what's Brett above, Tingley yeah. like? You know. Well, I just, um, I like to have my fingers in a lot of different soups mm-hmm. and, uh, I, I kind of consider <laughs> writing and music kind of just part of the same creative flow, you know? Okay. Um, I get that. Music, music's just another way to tell stories and to create characters. Like when I write a song, I like to write from the point of view of a, a character or a different persona. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like the Misfits. Like the Misfits would like write. They would write about like subjects or, or stories. They would or, write songs about being like a you know a normal hype man. Or, yeah, I I, you know. I don't know why, but yeah. that's what I pictured when you said like monsters and uh, like attacking and everything like that. Yeah. A bluegrass version of like the Misfits. You know, it's funny we we play bluegrass instruments, but most of us grew up on like punk music and metal, Hell and yeah. uh, we we even like we play Motorhead and Nirvana. Oh, on, cool. Bluegrass instruments and stuff like that. That's Jesus really Christ, cool. Brett! I think I'm a big fan of yours. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm becoming a bigger fan of. Like, I know I liked your writing already, but like, there was. See, that's what I'm saying. Is there was something that comes through in your in your writing? Uh, this is, and I and I mean this 100. I don't think it'll be anything but. But any, I mean this as complete and total flattery. There's something that truly does come through in your writing that I feel like I related to. There was something that like I. 
It didn't seem snarky. Well, it didn't and not, seem rude. It not didn't to seem... like talk down on any of the other writers whose articles we read, but right. like yours felt like the most human. Like yours, yeah. yours felt like yeah. like the most connected. Like um, yeah, like you weren't. It, it felt. <clears throat> Maybe more like an editorial, where I think some people were trying to go much more academic mm-hmm. right. on there, but it wasn't editorial in the way like it was just like uh, purely your opinion, but it just felt like personality was coming through with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very much so. And then when I visited like your your Facebook page, I was like, yeah, this guy looks like you know we have some common interests and stuff yeah. like that. Musician yeah. is great too. That's a huge deal. But like this is this is cool to see that like my my instinct was right to say yeah, like right. this guy seems <laughs> like a, this this seems like a solid dude. Uh, so uh, what I want to go back to a little while ago, oh, yeah, you yeah. had mentioned uh, you were a teacher for a period of time. What did you teach? Yeah, I taught writing. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, I taught at the University of North Carolina at Charlotte for a while, and then uh, my wife and I got sick of it, sick of teaching in general. So we went to China and taught English over there for three years. Um, oh, wow. In order to save up money to then move home and chase our dream careers. Oh, that's very cool. And uh, we've, we've so far, knock on wood, we've made our dreams come true. And uh, it's going really well for us. That's awesome. Is it, has this been like, it, what's, her, what's, what's uh, her dream career? She is a, an artist and an editor. Okay, oh, very cool. cool. Oh, that works yeah. perfect, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for a writer musician uh, uh artist editor perfect yeah and we live in a great part of the country for that um western north carolina is a thriving music and arts scene and um you know there's festivals every weekend so there's really good outlets for both of our music and art businesses is there is so like do you ever do you have you used any of her like artwork for like your flyers or anything like that or um, or we have kind of- she she does a very niche style of art um she makes mandalas out of yarn that's very cool uh, she's that- a fiber artist yeah uh mandalas are like the uh concentric circles over and over again to create uh, oh, a okay. complicated yeah, yeah. image yeah, yeah yeah sorry sorry brad i'm really dumb the med- <laughs> <laughs> they're often yeah. like chris has to explain he's a very he, chris is also a teacher that's yeah. why he, he was uh yeah. he's a history mainly history teacher yep and uh so he he actually helps part of him his job on the show is to explain to me very simple things that i should probably <laughs> know <laughs> Um, so you guys went to you guys went to China. You guys were over there um, doing uh, doing the uh, English as a, what is it like uh, teaching, teaching English, English as a second language? Yeah, English we did that. Language. We did that for one year and uh, kind of got our bearings. And then the second two years, we taught at an international school where we were able to actually teach subjects, interesting oh, okay. things. Yeah. Like I taught I taught English, but it was like literature and uh, global topics. And then I taught music. Music theory, music history, and I taught philosophy. Oh, cool! Yeah, philosophy. Yeah. That's that's one thing that we've we've really. That's kind of what got it. Got this podcast started was like kind of just like long discussions. We would do other podcast. Uh, my I do another podcast that I now co-host with my wife, um, and I would ha- I have had Chris on, and every time we would kind of get into these long philos- uh, philosophical conversations, and that's kind of what where we got here. So that's. That's I feel like that's a that's a thing that as long as you're a thoughtful person, you can kind of teach. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like somebody that's a yeah. considerate good person. Open-minded too. Like Open-minded. You, you definitely yeah. have to be like That's one thing that like I know uh, at least when I was in college, a, a lot of the kids who hated the philosophy classes were very close-minded kids. They yeah. were very much yeah. like they were very much like uh like there's this one kid who comes to mind who was just like very very uh, Roman Catholic. 
Uh-huh. And it was a Jewish philosophy and ethics class. And he was just like, compl- he could not see the world through any other lens mm. than a Roman Catholic lens. Yeah. And yeah. the class, I, but I could also sympathize with him and be like, I can understand how frustrating this class would be for somebody in your position. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't know anything else. And it, it's clearly not possible for you to, to think of another way to approach this situation. Once it's so ingrained. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, and especially something like Roman Catholicism. So no, so no kids, or I mean, like it sounds two kids. like two kids. Wow, Jesus kids. Christ, man, yeah. you are a busy man. <laughs> I am. If you don't mind I me am. asking, how how old of a man are you? I'll be thirty four later this year. Jesus Christ, I am thirty one years old, and I have never been to China even. <laughs> like I, yeah. I, oh, you got to go. You've never I, been to apparently. Western North Carolina. I've not, yeah, I haven't even been to Western yeah. North Carolina before. <laughs> I've been. I kind of just go through either. I've been to uh, Duck. Duck, North Carolina. Is that any? Is that near there? That's Never Eastern. Heard yeah. Never heard of it. <laughs> it's coast. It's, coast. it's uh, not. It's it's like the beach town. It's like more uh, of the yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm originally from Florida, so I've got the I got the southern thing. Yeah. See, yeah. Yeah. you hear the judgment. The yeah. Ju- the, hmm. 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 <laughs> see, because North Carolina is where the South starts. I figured that out. You think so? That's what they say. Really? Right? Isn't that what you guys say? Um, the Mason yeah, Dixon line, right? Well, the Mason Dixon line is Maryland. But West Virginia is pretty southern, and it's north of. I was gonna say Vir- oh, Virginia yeah. and West Virginia. I th- I think of the start of the I south. I forgot about that. I, I, yeah. I guess that was the thing. Was like when I when we went to we stopped somewhere on the way through North Carolina, and and there was said something like "Welcome to the South." It was like some kind of. It was like right when we got in there, like uh, one of the restaurants was something like "Gateway to the South" or uh, something. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Oh, it was pro- south of the border. That's what. Oh, you're talking about. that's what it <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah, oh, because Pedro. Yeah. <laughs> Pedro, right? I forgot about Pedro. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, like so. So like that. That kind of. So you've been. I mean, ha- were you born in North Carolina? It sounds like you travel yeah. a lot. That so you just kind of went just. J- I mean, man, to China Full for circle. three years. Yeah, just going yeah. everywhere. And uh, and gr- my wife and I met in grad school, and a lot of. I studied classical rhetoric. She studied linguistics. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of that, a lot of both of our studies dealt with cross-cultural communication. Yeah. And um, particularly now because Asian students are attending Western universities at an increasing rate. So it's important to know how to approach them on their kind of philosophical or communicative level. Right. right. No, yeah. And not just have the words, but like actually be able to understand what, where you have guys the are comprehension. coming from. Right. Yeah. And so that got us interested in going to China. And uh, my mom went to China in the 90s when I was a little kid on a teacher exchange. She was a teacher. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. And so, you know, she came back with these incredible stories and pictures and neat little trinkets and artifacts. And so it's just something somewhere i've always wanted to go and uh we went originally just to go for 10 months on a little teacher exchange and we fell in love with it and uh stayed there for three years we our wow. son was born there oh wow. oh wow that's that's yeah. beautiful yeah yeah that's 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 like such a cool that's like such a cool like thing like going to a place on vacation well and <coughs> and like loving it and just staying there that's such a cool one of my decision uh, i love one, that yeah one of my really close friends maddie she is uh she has a degree in like studio art Mm-hmm. Um, and she went to Japan to like study abroad when she was in college, and then went back as a teacher because oh, okay. because she just loved it so much, and she lives yeah. there now. Were there anything? Were there, were there any like while you were over there? That was uh, was that before you started working with Mysterious Universe? Yeah. Was there anything there that you that you remember, like any kind of stuff that you heard over there, or you w- witnessed, or not a witness? I guess you said you hadn't, but like anything you heard over there, like cool lore that you would want to like 
go into more in more in depth about like maybe go over there and travel and learn more about or write about yeah dragons fact, and I, stuff <laughs> yeah i've written a couple articles on mu about out in western china um they're starting to catch on trail cams um images and videos of creatures that were supposed to be extinct oh. Not cre- they're animals they're yeah. you know deer-like animals but it's an animal that is revered throughout chinese uh mythology and legends yeah and uh now they're thinking they might still be alive out there and they just you know they've had to flee due to the habitat loss wow so Um, so they just lost them essentially (laughs) yeah that's awesome but uh i'm fascinated by chinese philosophy and chinese history but it's uh it's very hard to go over there and study that stuff now oh um because the language barrier in china is so forward looking now um in a lot of ways, I mean, who isn't? What country isn't? But in a lot of ways, they're losing, you know, contact with um, their traditions because they're in such a rush to modernize. Yeah. So, so they're not. So you. So is that part of that? I guess that's how you would lose, um, you know, a possible mythical creature. You know what I right. mean? Like you, if you're just so busy trying to keep up or catch up or be ahead. Oh yeah, that, you know? that's the thing. Is like China. It's not. They're not catching up. They're trying to like. Just they're keep, trying to widen the gap. Right. <laughs> they're trying yeah. to get even further in the lead. Yeah. I mean, that's what the communists wanted to do: is essentially leave China's imperial past behind and create a new socialist utopia and, and it's crazy because for so long people thought it would never work and now it's coming to a point where it actually is you just gotta wait it out yeah and yeah, yeah somewhat yeah <laughs> yeah he's been there i mean it's, it's a it great be, place to live it, yeah in some regards but it's like anywhere there's trade-offs yeah right you yeah. know we my wife and i really miss nature uh we miss blue skies oh yeah we, yeah because that's and, really the, uh, the air quality there is still pretty really bad right it's Isn't as bad it? as they say it is yeah it's it's as bad as they say it is. It, right. It's something that's hard to imagine until you go there and, and witness it every day. And just a just a like just a mess of people, just a ton yeah. of people. <laughs> the population density is is unimaginable. Right, and that's the thing. Um, is that necessarily the population? It's the population density. Yeah, it's in like the, all in the, the people areas. in the urban areas. Yeah, yeah exactly. the urban I think areas are something intense. like ten percent of the world lives on uh, China's east coast. God damn! Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, Hi, that's yeah, a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. Man, oh man. So it's so it, it's a situation. So you have a, a son and a daughter, or a son, a son and, a, and a daughter. Yeah, three year old son and an eight per- month old daughter. The perfect American family. Yeah, this is it you is. really you you're really like, guys. Ri- you're like ripped out of. Uh, you're like what the what they talk about when they say the good old days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like your man living his dreams in the North Carolina mountains and playing some not playing some playing bee, some bee grass. Yeah, played some alternative bluegrass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I have to, we have to pinch ourselves a lot, my wife and I, because um, you know we've we've made it happen. You guys are doing yeah, it. It's uh, so cool. Yeah. Self-made people for sure. Yeah. Um. So you said that you never had any personal experiences yourself, but have any? Do you know anybody around you that you'd be comfortable sharing any like uh, intense or interesting experience of experiences they've had with the supernatural people that you would believe maybe yeah somebody that um, you you know that eh, this person's pretty much on the yeah. up oh sure so um one of my bandmates Whoop. in that band my alternative <laughs> bluegrass band in fin dog there uh there's a bridge in Asheville called helen's bridge that is supposedly haunted by the ghost of a distraught mother oh. who Hung herself from the bridge after she lost her daughter in the fire. Fuck bridges, man. Right? Man, oh man. Yeah. 
So many and bridges are haunted. <laughs> yeah. And it's an amazing looking old bridge. It was built uh, at the turn of the century, early 1900s out of stone. Oh, is it a, co- um, I was going to say, is it a covered bridge? Uh, I don't know. It's just a stone. Okay. Kind of bridge between two hills. But so he was running out there. Let me see if I can tell this story right. Okay. And he, <laughs> he passed a group of people who were taking pictures out in the woods and their camera wouldn't work. Their camera had just stopped working. Hmm. And so he passed them running and he turned around and made his loop. And when he came back, they were freaking out because there were handprints on their car hmm. and oh. nobody else had been out there. And somehow the camera malfunction was related. They believed was related to the ghost because the camera worked their whole trip right. until they got, until they got to the bridge Wow! and then it quit working and then, and then they started working in when they left the bridge, something like that. Oh, I, wow. I had, uh, a similar experience. Well, my aunt had a similar experience at a uh, Devil's Den in Gettysburg. Okay. Uh, we were taking pictures before we got to Devil's Den. Her camera had full battery; was working fine. We got to Devil's Den, and the camera said that the battery was dead. She couldn't take any pictures on it, so we snapped a couple photos on the phone. One of which had an orb in it, <clears throat> and then we left. <laughs> and she was like trying; she was like messing with the camera in the car. And literally, like as we pulled out of Devil's Den, it was like bloop turned on. Like batteries were working again. Yeah, and, wow. full batteries again. Like it's crazy. It's stuff like that that's just so interesting. Like I've, I've, I've. It, it's just theories, I guess. That's just, that's the thing. Is like you can have personal experiences, or you can hear personal experiences of right. people that you you trust, or you you know, like that. You're like, well, I don't know why they would lie. Well, and I think that's one thing I love about like for me why I love the supernatural so much. And it's even one of the reasons why I chose to become like a social studies teacher as opposed to like a science teacher, because I I really enjoy science as well. But what I loved about social studies is you can you can give some you can give three different people the same piece of paper Mm -hmm. and they will all have a different answer to the question you're asking them. Yeah. Whereas science has an answer. Math has an answer. And and that's kind of what I love so much about the paranormal, too, is like it doesn't have to be ghosts, but like the fact that there isn't the fact yeah. that there isn't an answer intrigues me so much right and i think the the answers that are found for those experiences reveal a lot about culture and human nature like i, I try and approach writing about the paranormal from an anthropological or philosophical perspective because right you know the our beliefs about the unexplained reveal a lot about our our cultural consciousness and yeah 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 i've I've, it's funny too because <clears throat> it's also super complicated. Like I've had yeah. I've had numerous people ask me how uh, do I reason with being an atheist who believes in ghosts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I've had people yeah. who are like, how how does that happen? Well, because you have a different idea. It's it's something. Right. It's not A or B. It's it's other. It's yeah. D. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like none of the above. It might even be F yeah. or G. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like. Because it's very, it's, and it speaks, <coughs> I feel like if it speaks to that phil- philosophical uh, mind, you know what I mean? That kind of like, sure, it's not this, but maybe what else? What is it then? Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's, if you're telling me for sure, cause I, I have a weird, I had that weird, a weird theory of like, it's almost, I like the theories of like different planes of existence. Like yeah. we're, we're all on the same planet, but maybe we're just on a different frequency kind of like, what if, 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 uh, Something, you know what I mean? Like just something, like just a, I don't, I don't know, Brett. Have you You're ever like done the have frequencies? You, you ever of. done mushrooms before, Brett? <laughs> Do you know uh, what I mean? Quite, quite allegedly, allegedly. Quite a few, no, quite a few times. I have, sure. Right. So, like, you know that feeling of like, you're like, oh, this, I don't know anything. 
Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know anything except for what I like personally feel. Yeah. So like everything else you can have theories on, but it's like that where you're like, there's something else going on here. Like right. where like where you are. Like it's not like a paranormal thing. It's not scary, but it's like I feel like there's way more going on that we just don't see at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. how sometimes there has the, to be. It has to be. Because the there cannot just be nothing. Like there just right. can't be. It just doesn't make sense. So like I feel like that helps to explain an atheist that would believe in ghosts of saying like, well, well they're not ghosts. They're just energy at a different, oh, yeah, for in sure. a different but, form. And and that's what I believe. Like when people challenge me on, I'm like, well, I think ghosts are exactly what, <laughs> what all those shitty ghost hunter TV shows have told you. It's residual energy. It's yeah. not a spirit. And that's, yeah. and that's like in my personal theory, I think that's why the, um, a spirit with unfinished business, like ghosts are a person who died with something to mm-hmm. finish. Yeah. I think that comes from just a sense of like, they just your, had a lot of energy. Your brain is like a computer. Yeah. And as it, as its life is longer and longer, it's losing more and more power. So if you die at a young age, that energy is just going to be released into the world. Right. That's a, yeah. t- that's like a power surge. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? It would be like if you stood under, a um, a, a breaker as it exploded. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the electricity in the air for a half of a second is going to be not so high. Right. And it's going to make your batteries go crazy. It's going to make your, it, it's right. all that stuff like that. Yeah. So it's, it's, it is easily explainable, but it's in the sense of like, you have to have a little bit of a leap of faith Yeah. as okay. opposed one, to a full leap of faith. You know, one thing I think about is, you know, physicists are saying now that the vast majority of matter in the universe is actually undetectable. It's dark matter. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And that at any time, you know, there could be whole entire planets of dark matter and dark energy passing through our solar system. And yeah. we can't even detect them because our instruments and our the holes in our face can't perceive exactly. that kind of matter. We just can't do so, it. It's, right. like, it's the same thing. Like I've heard the analogy of people saying like, a dog doesn't know how your phone works. Well, not just that, but you know, I, well, so it doesn't I was, mean it's I, not unexplainable. I was you, even just going to say comprehend. <clears throat> I was even right. just going to say like literally older models of television. Yeah. Dogs couldn't see the picture. Their eyes could not translate the the picture on the TV. So when they looked at the TV, uh, it was nothing. Right. And now with newer TVs, dogs can actually watch TV. So we're, we're essentially space dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, I guess another question I want to ask you that I think is pretty interesting is. Um, in the area you live, are there significant like paranormal myths? Like, are there stories oh, yeah. surrounding? Oh, do you, you have a Sasquatch? Do you have like a Sasquatch or like a? Do you like, have the? Do you guys have the skunk ape? No, I think skunk uh, ape's Florida. Yeah, right. he's a little farther south. Yeah. North Carolina has a lot of monster cats. Oh, ooh, that's our favorite. That is the actually wampus, the wampus cat is oh, one they talk about. Wampus um, cat. One of the one of the big. Uh, legends up here is about the moon-eyed people. Have you heard about them? No. no. Moon-eyed. Yeah, I like that. That sounds like a southern thing. I like that. It's a Cherokee Indian folklore about a race of people who lived in the Appalachian Mountains until they were expelled by the Cherokee. Oh. And uh, they're called moon-eyed because they couldn't see during the day. They could only see at night. Just they're like Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> they're supposed to have really pale skin really large eyes um and the cherokee actually credit them with building a lot of the ancient structures that predate the cherokee right wow and earlier when you asked me if i know any people who have had paranormal experiences uh my parents neighbors who they live way up on top of a mountain in the middle of nowhere 
claimed to have seen them walking through the yard at night. Oh, my God. And wow. So my parents have recently set up trail cams all over the yard. Just uh, to try to catch and, it. And uh, they have caught some strange things, but not moon-eyed people yet. Wow, that's awesome. But look into the moon-eyed people. That's a really cool Yeah, absolutely. North I'm going I'm I'm to take note of that right yeah, now. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I want to definitely yeah. look that one up. But there, that's. have you ever heard of the, uh, the night crawlers, the Sacramento night crawlers? No, that's another that's another thing that was. Um, Are those those long leg things? Yeah, they were. It was actually I think it was like our first episode or something. It was early, about. but it was uh, it was essentially the same thing like a, a night security camera in this um, in kind of in a wilderness area in Sacramento or somewhere in Northern California or something like that, and um, and they they almost look like it the it they look like what can I like big? It almost looks like. The stilt part, like when people, you know, like when somebody walks on stilts, you know, with the yeah. long pants or something like that, it looks like that kind of, but like a shorter version of it and the the legs bend in weird ways. Yeah. It's only the stilt part. It's like a head on top of two stilted legs. Right. And it looks like almost like a ghost, like a sheet kind of thing, like hanging over it. But it looks like, I, it's, it's really yeah, hard to explain. They're, they're tough to explain. They were very strange. But they're very sure. strange. When you look at the footage of the, of the I think it's San Diego or Sacramento Nightcrawlers. Um, or night walkers, night walker. Uh, no, like night crawlers. That's Is what. Because that I remember it was e- even creepier. <laughs> but they they would they they show like there's two different videos of two different times that somebody's caught them on on camera. They walk really slow. It looks it looks terrifying. <laughs> to, sounds, like sounds terrifying Im- immediately. But then not long after though the video came out, there was people started uh, showing that there's a bunch of old Native American uh, wooden sculptures of things that look exactly like this and it's like this just looks like two long legs with a big like with a little like head on the top of two long stilted legs that bend and like just weird and they walk really weird and like it look it's so crazy to me because it looks like it's doctored and i don't know if there's something about there's something about your Obviously, like you said, like the Mulder it was thing. Fresno. Fresno. Sorry, Fresno Nightcrawlers. I just found the exact video. So, in case um, anybody listening or. Well, send it. Uh, actually, yeah. Okay. Send it to me and I'll send it to him. But um, it's essentially like um, once those showed up and then they say, like, they, I guess there's a. there's a, uh, I want to believe, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. I want to believe it, but I also want to know that I'm not getting taken for. You know what I mean? Right. I don't want to know. But. Anytime I see footage like that, especially like you said, trail cam footage or stuff like that, where it's like really, I feel like it's so much harder to fake. Yeah, that yeah. you 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 kind of and like and it's easier when you have somebody. But I I don't know the people that saw this, but to me this was one of the more eerie. I feel like uh, things that I had seen ever. You know. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with that. <clears throat> but I I asked that question because like uh, here in in central Pennsylvania we have. We don't have as many of the mythical creatures anymore as as like we used to. Like there used to, there was this one creature. Uh, it's my favorite. Like we've had the classic like Wendigos and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. But one of my favorite mythical creatures that supposedly existed here, um, was made up by um the lumber mill industry, um, and it is called the squonk. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No. Um. It is a small um pig-like creature. Its body is covered in hideous warts. And uh, it cries constantly because of how ugly it is. <laughs> and when you catch it, it turns into a puddle of tears. Um, that is That's like the whole story of it. <laughs> but like th- there's tons of stories of people from the lumber from the lumber mill industry in the late 18 and early 1900s who wrote to like family members about these 
creatures called squonks that you know they'd catch it and put it in a burlap sack because they'd hear it, it would just be crying constantly keeping people awake right and they'd yeah. catch it to like show it to people and they'd go back and it would just be like the the sack that they caught it in would just be wet hmm. and like it was gone that's really weird yeah that's like my favorite one but we have like especially in the area where i live there are a lot of nearby ghost stories like there's a lot of like surrounding areas having like uh stories of places being haunted and um i live not far from centralia which i'm sure you've heard of that's like the one that's the one like no name place that like everyone has heard of i remember when i found out when i I, because i moved here uh probably about four or five years ago or four years ago i think and I remember finding out that we lived like an hour and a half or an hour and 50 minutes or something like that from the, the Silent Hill place. Yeah. The place that inspired yeah. Silent Hill. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Have it's, you been there at all, Pat? No, I haven't been there. Oh, we'll have to go this winter. It's cooler to go in the winter. Yeah. Because you well, can actually like literally. see the heat and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, but like you were saying, Brett, like that's like one of those things of like those are those are all good. Like I, I feel like that's a huge part of culture. And that's such a good point of like. Ghost, not you know, ghost stories, paranormal stories, or anything like Crypto that. Cryptozoology. Cryptozoology. Any of that is such a big part of any uh, uh, location. I, right. I guess any yeah. kind of the history right. of a town, <laughs> the history of a, a state, the history of anything. Whether because a lot of times people go like, oh, that's just people having fun or whatever. But like, what if it's not? Like, there's yeah. a lot of mountains that we don't see. Yeah. Here in P- yeah. Pennsylvania, there's probably a lot of uh, wilderness out there by you that. Stuff can hide, you know what I mean. You see, we oh, sure. we literally see it in China, like you were saying, where they, yeah. these are things that they thought were extinct. What if it's not just? What if it's not a cryptozoological thing? Or if it is, and it's not extinct or it's not gone. Yeah, it right? just learned to stay away from us. <laughs> one know? of the one of the recurring stories I keep um, writing about on Mysterious Universe is cats. Sighting of large cats are in in, coming- in England. Oh yeah, England, yeah. Australia, even here in North Carolina, people have been seeing like essentially panthers, big black panthers. That was one of my favorite. Yeah, that was n- that was not long after the, the well, naked guy or whatever. Right? It's crazy too because yeah. <clears throat> here in Pennsylvania, we used to have mountain lions, and allegedly they had all been killed. But I've seen mountain lions yeah. wild. Like I've been yeah. in parts of Pennsylvania where I have seen a mountain lion in the wild. Yeah, supposedly they're all extinct, but I have. I've seen them. I know people have seen them. I know people who've hunted them. Like, yeah. yeah, the mysterious big cats was one of the. That was one of the stories that we had. I think we did, and then we did one of your follow ups as well. Yeah, I remember right. that one. Yeah, that was that was that was one of those interesting stories. That's like, it's not. It's not again. It's not like paranormal technically, but it's also like right. what's going on. Yeah, exactly. why are the why are there all of a sudden yeah. big black cats here? <laughs> yeah, there is some paranormal folklore surrounding big black cats in england there's a couple crypto cryptozoological beasts the beast of exmoor and the beast of bodman moor uh, bodman moor i remember that yeah. 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 yeah you were trying to nail down the bodman mole yeah. i was trying to do a yeah. british accent but it always goes south african or australian, australian. yeah I, I can't i can't i'm not the king of accents anymore <laughs> I, i'm not either i can't <laughs> even do a southern accent I, no, I don't know when you're saying like north carolina carolina when you say carolina i think that's just out. you learn it though. you don't like, you, you don't you don't hear it we hear it you, <laughs> yeah. you got it no yeah, it peeks through you got a cool uh bee grass uh you know yeah. accent that's what you got <laughs> right I think it's become stronger since living up here. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Uh, well, because yeah, now you're imagine. you're you're in more of a. Are you in more of a wildernessy area now, or? Oh yeah, I, I live in what the locals refer to as a holler. It's oh a, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a river valley. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get about five hours of sunlight a day, and uh, we live in a very rural area on the side of a mountain. It's gorgeous. Yeah, but we're only awesome. th- we're only thirty minutes from downtown Asheville. That's, oh, that's, that's like perfect. Perfect. Yeah, Holy yeah, shit! It yeah, it's the best of both worlds. Yeah, because that's like at least you get a nice peaceful area that you can go. So, is it? Are you uh, worried about any kind of like? Are you in a super? Mountain liony area or wildernessy area that you would you would have you know, trouble with that with the kids and everything. Uh, it's strange. We're surrounded by farms, mm-hmm. and the smell of domesticated animals seem to keep a lot of the uh, wild animals yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, that's the sure <laughs> thing. That's what sucks about where I live. It's all farms, but the, not like domestic animal farms. It's all crop farming. Yeah, yeah. so that does like the exact opposite. Yeah, <laughs> right. like we, we have coyotes like crazy. Just last summer. Um, the township was paying people for for coyote carcasses. Yikes. They, they paid people $45 yeah. per carcass. Wow. My wife did see... It was so bad. My wife saw an anomalous cat on our road one night driving home. Oh. oh. Um, probably a bobcat. Said it didn't really have a tail. Interesting. So they're, they're out there. Yeah. But um, I live... I Our property kind of butts up next to the Pisgah National Forest. So there's plenty of open, undeveloped land for the animals to crawl yeah, around. Right. So they don't need to really mess with you guys too much. That's yeah. Not, that's not really a problem. That's good. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Very that's cool. interesting. Yeah. So I actually have uh, a question here that uh, a listener sent in for a rapid fire topic, but oh, I yeah. think it's really appropriate if we discuss this with Brett. I think it would be an interesting yeah, topic to get to, um, and we could maybe talk about it for a while. So for some background for brett it comes from essentially our podcast's villain pat pat russo oh know. yeah he's an he's, old guy that's just he's just he's, he's just the confused old man who listens to us yeah. <laughs> um but this is actually a pretty interesting question uh he asks us what supernatural or paranormal thing do you hope is not true oh what thing do you hope doesn't exist hmm, hmm. that's a really good question First, surprisingly, yeah, right. It's a really, it's a good one. He, he, he's still, he's, you know, broken, broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Let's see, yeah, I feel like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I've never go. thought about that before. What thing do I hope is not true? I guess, I guess it would be like, it, uh, like. Okay, so paranormal. I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking conspiracy. I'm thinking oh, okay. like I really hope the government yeah. didn't do 9/11. No, no. Do, <laughs> I'm ignore, thinking paranormal. Ignore paranormal. conspiracies. Yeah. Right, right, right. Go, ju- go just paranormal. I go immediately to conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you one. Uh, the Living Dead zombies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if that counts as paranormal. I would um, say it's su- a supernatural paranormal. It fits in there. Sure. Yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty good one. I, I think that's. Um, <laughs> See again, I go paranormal and I'm like religion, like hell. Honestly, hell? honestly, I was gonna say uh, poltergeist. Mine, mine was gonna be gods. Mine, mine's gonna be poltergeist. Gods, yeah. Just general gods, like Christian god, and Greek gods, whatever gods. I really hope gods aren't real. I'm gonna go lighter and I'm gonna go poltergeist. Poltergeist. Any, any kind really? of any kind of mean ghost. <laughs> any angry Actually, strong ghost. I'll tell you one. I I hope. The Loch Ness monster is not real. What? Why? Because the second it's found, oh. that thing will be so dead. Yeah, or, <laughs> yeah. You know, put in a tank somewhere. Well, not just that, but also it's kind yeah. of heartbreaking to think that it's like locked in. A, it's stuck in a lake. It's locked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> why I, I redirected that. But thanks for bringing it back. Uh, you know, I guess I think a lot. I hope a lot of those cryptids maybe necessarily aren't real but just aren't found I yeah think yeah i agree that needs some mystery you know yeah the animals i'm, I'm definitely supporting, especially as like an animal lover like 
especially the ones that like aren't hurting anything. Yeah. Like like Wendigos are considered cryptids, but they're kind they like the like lore around them is that they're people typically they're people who like tasted human flesh and it like turned them. Jesus. And stuff. So like I don't count them as creatures, but like yeah, like the squonk, yeah. like the squonk, like, fuck the squonk, like whatever that is. Like if it just turns to tears and wails and is covered in warts, what, it's the, just, it's what just, does it do? Like, I don't know. It just, I think I identify with it as an animal. <laughs> that's why I like it so much. That's your spirit animal, yeah. Is a squonk. squonk. <laughs> I think I, I think that's a I think that's a really cool way to to think about it too. It's like yeah. to to use this question as like a means of conservation. And I I yeah. Like I hope I hope that Bigfoot is real. But they never find them. Yeah, you know what I mean. I hope yeah. we find out that because that's I think that's real too. Because that's that's one thing that I think um, that's really interesting to me that I've I kind of stumbled on on like YouTube is you know you, you know they have those list. There's a lot of those list things on on YouTube that yeah. are like yeah. top five creepiest things caught on whatever yada yada. But like okay. there was one that was caught by drones and people that are flying drones out in these really wildernessy areas miles and miles away where nobody's around uh, allegedly you know supposedly i mean people could be camping you know where this you you were coming here but there's been plenty of things where you see like these big animalistic or animal like things kind of running into the woods cuz they see or hear this thing and they're running away and they kind of get it on fo- you know get a little bit of the footage and stuff like that I, like stuff like that where i'm like is that did we just find it yeah. You know what I mean? Because if that's it, like now we know it's real. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't think we should have to kill it and study it. Like no. you said, cage it and do all that stuff. Right. We, we, now we just know Bigfoots are real. How mm-hmm. about that? Yeah. How about that's it? We found the footage. But see, like you said, now we've pinpointed where it's at. Now people are going to come hunting for it and all that stuff. So yeah. I kind of, <clears throat> it would be cool if we could, like in a Harry and the Henderson style thing, <laughs> discover a Bigfoot, yeah. raise it, yeah. be really nice to it. And then like go like okay now get out of here yeah go, go now go on, get get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we also sim- we also typically discourage this, but I want to share Chris's answer because I kind of agree with All it right. too. It's good. So Chris says fairy folk, and I agree oh, with that because fairies are really evil, right? Typically, they're super duper evil, especially like in Irish folklore and stuff. They're mm-hmm. like they will like steal your babies and and like murder your children and, and stuff like that. Like they're as evil as it gets. <laughs> yeah. Great job, Brett. Now your kids are dead with fairies. <laughs> now the fairies are after them. Come yeah. on. That's, that's a really good question, though. I like that question. Yeah. I have to yeah. think about that for yeah. a while. Great job, Chris, for yeah. once. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> yeah. it is a situation where you want to think of... I do love the way Brett went with it, yeah. of being like, I'm thinking of it in this, like, I'm a good person way. Whereas I immediately was like, what's the thing that I think is the most evil? I want to squonk because I what, like it. What, what do I think would cause the most harm? Yeah, yeah. you, you know? went immediately destructive. He went immediately conservation. Yeah. That's great. That's a good instinct. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so, yeah, so do you have anything that you want to, like, you want to plug or that you want to, you want to, like, throw out there? I mean, we, I mean, you probably have more of an audience, I guess, maybe than we do. You, you're a pretty big get for us, but. Yeah, but maybe let we'll. Let me tell you. I'm, we can get a handful of people into we Mysterious get, Universe. Yeah, this is well, no, this is because we haven't actually done a Mysterious Universe story in a, while. In a long time. So yeah. this is this is a huge, and honestly, this you, if you would have seen Chris's face when he found out it was you, yeah, I'm telling I was you, astonished. This, yeah. this has I'm, been I'm very this has excited. been an absolute yeah. joy to talk to you. You are a wonderful man. Yeah, thank you. And we really appreciate. So if you have anything that you want to throw out there, your band, your band again, we're gonna like I said, we're gonna throw some uh, music in there. So we right. can. Is there a particular song that you want us to play, or anything that you uh, think would be a good? 
the first track's pretty good. Okay. Um, that's kind of the single we're trying to push from that EP, but uh, the track three is really good, too. That's the one about monsters destroying Tokyo. Hell yeah. Okay. That's going on uh, the playlist. That's, that's <laughs> a fun track. But uh, no, really, uh, if anything, I'd just like to plug uh, Mysterious Universe. Give it a read. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, subscribe to the podcast. Like yeah. us on Facebook. And... Uh, yeah, that's yeah. about it. Hell yeah, man. Cool. Thank, awesome. Thank you again so much for being on the show, Brett. We really, really, yeah. really, really appreciate it. Yeah, you have no thank idea. Thank you guys, man. And this has been a pleasure talking to you. Stay in touch, man. <coughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'd love to have you back in the future if you've got something to plug or if you're just, you got a you Sunday where you got nothing it? to do. You find a ghost, you, you see one finally, or a, an alien or yeah. anything, just let us know. You're I'm out looking, there in the boonies. Man. Yeah, keep looking. I'm looking. Like I said, I, I want to believe, if, you know, I'm, I'm a seeker. We're, we're going to find it. And we're going to yeah. keep reading, man. Thanks so much again. And uh, have a great weekend or rest Thanks, of your guys. weekend, man. See ya. Yeah, you too. See ya. Shaped like Camelot They splash down on the earth Where they make do-shaped dots They run off into closets Where they scare a lot I haven't seen demons Since we made them out of puzzle pieces Even then, they didn't look that much different From pixies Monsters on earth, well Where do they go? They go off and they destroy and deport the heathens from the high-rise spots And slay them like some dolls they bought at Toys R Us Last time this happened, it was under different circumstances <laughs>